You did it. Congratulations. You've tuned into the Lord of the Storm podcast. Glad to have you here. So today we are in Matthew chapter 15, and I invite you to read along. I'll be in the new easy-to-understand read or EUR Bible that is available on Amazon.com. And in today's reading, we've got some teachers who get schooled, a persistent foreign woman, and another massive feeding. But what's different about it this time? It's all in Matthew 15. Let's pray. Lord, give us ears to hear what you are speaking, and let us act with courage always. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Matthew 15. The Pharisees and experts in the law came to Jesus from Jerusalem, saying, Why do your disciples disobey the tradition of the leaders? For they don't wash their hands before they eat bread. He answered them, Why do you disobey the commandment of God because of your tradition? For God commanded, Honor your father and your mother, and he who curses his father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say it's allowable to tell their father or mother, Whatever help you might have received from me is a gift devoted to God. You say that they do not have to honor their father or mother. You have voided the commandment of God because of your tradition. You hypocrites! Isaiah was right in his prophecy of you, saying, These people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain they worship me, for they are teaching as doctrine rules made by men. He summoned the crowd and said to them, Hear and understand. Whatever enters the mouth doesn't defile a man, but what comes out of the mouth, this is what defiles him. Then the disciples came and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying? But he answered, Every plant which my heavenly Father didn't plant will be uprooted. Leave them alone. They are blind guides leading the blind. If the blind leads the blind, both will fall into a pit. Peter answered him, Explain the parable to us. So Jesus said, Do you also still not understand? Don't you understand that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and then out of the body? But the things that come out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, sexual sins, thefts, lies, and slander. These are the things that defile a man. But to eat with unwashed hands doesn't defile a man. Jesus left there and went into the region of Tyre and Sidon. Then a Canaanite woman came out from there, crying out, Have mercy on me, Lord, you son of David. My daughter is severely possessed by a demon. But Jesus didn't answer her. His disciples came and pleaded him, saying, Send her away, for she is begging us. But he answered, I wasn't sent to anyone but the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and bowed before him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered, It is not appropriate to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she said, Yes, Lord, but even the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, Woman, great is your faith. It will be done just as you desire. And her daughter was healed at that hour. Jesus left there and came near the Sea of Galilee, and he went up on the mountain and sat there. Large crowds came to him and brought with them the lame, blind, mute, maimed, and many others, and they put them down at his feet. Jesus healed all of them. The crowds were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the injured healed, the lame walking, and the blind seen, and they glorified the God of Israel. Jesus gathered his disciples and said, I have compassion on the crowds because they have been with me now for three days and have nothing to eat. I don't want to send them away hungry, or they might faint on the way. The disciples said to him, Where could we get enough bread in a deserted place like this to feed so many people? 
Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? They said, Seven, and a few small fish. He commanded the people to sit down on the ground. And he took the seven loaves and the fish. He gave thanks and broke them and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. Everyone ate and was filled. They picked up seven baskets full of the broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate were 4,000 men, in addition to women and children. Then he sent away the crowd, got into the boat, and came into the borders of Magadan. Is there anything that spoke to you from today's reading? Any new insights or different ways of thinking about something this time? I wouldn't necessarily say it was new for me, but again, I picked up on how Jesus said some Pharisees would pray to God with their lips, but their hearts were far from him. God isn't impressed at all by our lip service. He knows when we're just going through the motions and saying the right things versus when we kneel down before him in humility, fully recognizing who he is and worshiping him for it and for his goodness in our lives. The exchange Jesus has with the foreign woman is uh, interesting to me. He seemingly ignores her. Then he says that he's not been sent to her. Then finally, he commends her for her great faith and says that she has what she's asked for and believed for, the healing of her daughter. I don't fully understand yet all of what is going on in this exchange, but in part of it, I see Jesus is rewarding those who diligently seek him. Notice he didn't tell her a flat-out no, so she pressed in, she kept going, because what she wanted was more important to her than being ignored, more important than being rejected. It was her daughter, and she was willing to suffer so that she could see her healed, and she believed that Jesus could do it. She recognized that even though Jesus wasn't like her, he had the power to heal, and she desperately wanted that for her daughter. It seems that we've seen this already a few times in Matthew, where a parent goes to Jesus on behalf of their child. There's a lesson in there, too, that if we're willing to go to such great lengths for our children, don't you think God is willing to do the same for his? He just told us a few chapters ago, if you know how to give good gifts to your children, don't you think your heavenly father knows how to give good gifts to those who ask him? So if you're needing to hear from God, don't give up. Press into him. Ask him for what you need. And until he tells you flat out no, don't give up because he rewards those who diligently seek him and are persistent. And you know what that does for us? We get closer to God. We read his word more. We try to listen more. It's a time of greater fellowship and we learn more from him. There's also another massive feeding. This time it's Jesus's idea to feed the crowd. And the disciples, like us, question how Jesus is going to provide. But here, once again, Jesus has them right back at nearly an identical situation. I don't think that's a coincidence either. I think maybe the disciples didn't fully learn the lesson the first time, so he had to give them another opportunity to get it. The last time, he was showing them, you can trust me to take the little that you have to offer and do more with it than you can ask or imagine. So he puts them right back in a nearly identical situation and says, how much do you have? Give it to me. And again, he multiplies their resources to meet the needs at hand. God can do far more with what you offer him than you can do on your own with the same. And it doesn't matter how much or how little it is that you have to offer. The lesson is that whatever you have, it's enough. Offer it up to God and let him use it and see what he can do. Well, we are at the end of our time together, but before you leave, let me pray for you. Lord, thank you for being the great provider. 
We recognize on our own we are inadequate to address the needs of those around us, but you can meet the needs through us with whatever it is we have to offer. So Lord, with that in mind, I pray that you would accept whatever gifts we have and use them for your glory and to meet whatever those needs are that are around us in our lives today. Bless the one listening, that they would see you at work in their life. And if they are having a hard time understanding the lesson, walk with them through it again so that they may understand. You are a good father, and we thank you for your love for us. Now bless them, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you again for showing up today. I am looking forward to meeting with you again tomorrow on the Lord of the Storm podcast. Talk to you then. God bless.